Hello and welcome to the Virtual Blood Bowl Tavern. Um, this is episode six. Uh, we're here today chatting over this thing that you may have heard of called the internet. Um, unfortunately, Bearded Lucha Stew has to work tonight, so we're we're trying this out and seeing how it works. I'm here with Eldritch Fox Ollie. Hi, good evening. And Whitehawk Chris. Hello, I'm back. You are. Welcome back, Chris. It's been a while. This is episode two, right? Pretty sure it is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, cool. So um, the, uh, the podcast has a sponsor, which is called Squiggle Studio, I believe. Um, Ollie, you actually, and Chris, you probably both know a bit more about, um, is it Mike that runs the, the studio? Yes, that's right, Mike. He's uh, currently painting my Amazons for me. And uh, I've just had a chaos team done by him. Um, very quick turnaround on the team. Very uh, good communication. So yeah, no no complaints. Oh, well, uh, I'm sure Stu will put the the links in the podcast uh, for for that. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing your your chaos team soon as well. Um, so there's there's one um, big tournament coming up this weekend, which is is probably the main reason. Um, we're we're gonna or the main topic for tonight um mm -hmm. it's the kent team championship which we're all involved in running um and it's the first event in the southeast tournament series um, which is is rather exciting we've got um over 120 coaches coming along um and it's being held in uh canterbury cricket ground and mike davis has done some lovely data for us that we're going to look at in, in a moment um ollie you came along and um, had a look at the venue with me a couple of weeks ago yeah. um we're all very happy with um how it's all going it's, it looks really nice um it's a beautiful venue a the uh, rooms open there are two bars there's a bar on each floor uh it's a large oak window and balcony that opens out to look over the cricket ground um when we went to view it it was a beautiful sunny day um with really really gorgeous cloud formations and that's exactly what it'll be like on saturday because that's how weather works i i was about to say i've not looked at the weather forecast yet i'm, I'm just gonna have a quick look now no no you sh i shouldn't have a look it doesn't matter okay. we'll be inside this yeah, is true but I, I want to know because uh, as a as a non-playing participant, I I can spend lots of time gazing out over the cricket ground, um, and it looks like it's going to rain. So that might not be. I might just have to look at some blood bowlers instead. Oh, yeah, let's have the rain clears <laughs> up. Um, so the event is um starting about just after nine o'clock. Hopefully, mm -hmm. be finished by about half past seven in the evening. It's a four-game tournament. We've borrowed the uh, the rule set from UKTC last year with a couple of tweaks. One of them, notably, being um, uh, changing the tiering of orcs, but it doesn't seem to have stopped people deciding to bring them along. Uh, so we've got quite a large large number. Um, so should we have a look at the uh, the race split that people have uh, gone for? Yeah, absolutely. I was quite surprised to see that only one person is bringing wood elves. I thought they would have been much more popular. Um, then they're right, right at the bottom, along with 
Uh, Chaos Chasing. Chaos Chasing as the least popular, yeah. joint least popular race. Yeah, two, two of my favourite teams as well. I, I can see why Chaos um, Chasing don't get picked um, because mm. you, you do need quite a lot to make them work. There's probably more enticing choices. Um, but Wood Elves, um, generally, they, they've always traditionally been quite a, a strong tournament team, haven't they? Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, they, they took a dip, a dip in popularity with this rule set, but they seem to be coming a bit more back into vogue. So, there we are, only one person. So, you know, maybe they know something we don't. <laughs> um, so, right at the top of the list, though, is, is Skaven. Um, which is probably not too surprising. Um, they're obviously quite traditionally geared. They've got quite a lot of versatility and, and quite a reliable chance for a, a one-turner as well. So quite mm-hmm. a good uh, win rate. And then there's 14 coaches taking those. Um, then you've got 10 coaches taking Lisbon and Orcs, um, which is, again, not much of a surprise. But then eight apiece, you've got Norse and Corn. Um, and Norse, I would probably expect, but Corn is, I, I think that's a bit surprising. Yeah, well, they're fun. They are fun. We'd have to look and see which eight coaches are taking them. They are coaches we expect to be coming, playing very competitively, or co- co- coaches perhaps coming more for the fun side of it. Well, using the uh, the tableau, I can I can tell you who they all are if you'd like to know. I, um, I have a look. But we shouldn't name and shame them on the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, cool. I mean, what, one of them taking them is is Watford boy. He's uh, obviously a very quite a good coach. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, very quite a good so, coach indeed. So hopefully uh, he knows what he's doing. Um, and then in in terms of um, sort of what people have, have taken um, to enhance their teams that. It's not really much of a surprise that um, block is the most popular skill. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been taken three, there. Yeah, it's been taken 304 times. I've, I've no idea what that average is out to be because um, I haven't done the sums. <laughs> Probably yeah. about three or four per, per team. Um, with guard... Uh, coming second, 170. Dodge is, is probably lower than I'd expect. Um, 55. Uh, and wrestle at 54 being by far the most popular choices. Yeah. Well, it's only really the elves you'd add dodge to, isn't it? Generally. You wouldn't generally add dodge to um, an orc, for example. You wouldn't waste a double on it, I don't think. Well, it depends how you want to play them. It does, indeed, yeah. Do you want to play them seriously or fun? Yeah. Well, if you're playing for fun, give them fun for whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cow daddy. Um, so, yeah, and uh, I did a bit of analysis um, earlier, sort of looking at the split of, um, uh, t- uh, like a, a seeding almost, uh, a bit like Mike did for the World Cup, where mm-hmm. log- logic being, if you, if you look at, um, each coach's maximum rank on, on the NAF website um, and then average that for the team. You've probably got roughly how good that team is. And um, so that, that was what I sent over earlier. And yeah, I think I, I, I briefly saw it earlier. Did you base that upon the coaches ranking the teams they are using? 
No, that's their Glico ranking. That that's Mike Davies level analysis. Uh, I I did a basic accountants level analysis. Um, <laughs> um, so so yeah, I think Chris, you were saying that you know there wasn't too many surprises um, from from your point of view when you were looking at that. Yeah, yeah, but that's it. It's sort of the top team there uh, is coming out is uh, tackle zone uh, with Andy Davo in there. Um, obviously, the, the the I think he's probably the one with the highest rating. I think in in everyone I can see in the list there. Um, probably, yeah. And yeah, a couple of other strong players in there, sort of Wolfen and Difadan and uh, Nippy Longstar, and they're all with very good ratings, uh, considerably better than my rating. Um, yeah, so that wasn't uh, too much of a surprise. Quite quite pleased. The uh, one of the Bromley teams comes in at number seven. Is quite cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll pull in there, Harper Brain, Reximus, and Tofu, um, which is pretty pretty cool. So, yeah, good to see that. Yeah, I think at, well, Andy Dave, I think, was actually a last minute replacement on that team as well. I can't remember who it was that, that dropped out. But because um, I, I know Ollie, you he, he, he saw him at Water Bowl and he was like, oh, Kent's such a long way. I won't go for one day. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there he is. I think more importantly, Sorry to interrupt you. More importantly, okay. we do need to discuss um, the favourite squad name because mm. really there are three very strong contenders for the best squad name. Well, I've, I... I've definitely got my favour already. Um, okay. so... which, which one do you like, Chris? I better pick one quickly. Right, what have I got in there? <laughs> da, 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 da. That's very good. good. Uh, okay, yeah, I've, I've picked one. Okay. So yep. my top favourite is the the Power Rangers for me. Yeah, same. By by far the best name, I, I think. <laughs> what about you, Chris? I went with Team Enders. <laughs> Team Enders is good. Yeah, yeah. What what's your other um options that you had, uh, Ollie? Well for for team names, the he- Hemoglobins, because it's got goblins in, so therefore yep. it must be good. Mm-hmm. Um Squad Terrible, that's pretty good as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those are my favourite. Those are ones that jumped out at me. And the, the, the San the, the San Bean fan club was quite good, as, but not quite good yeah. enough to make the uh, the top three. Uh, that was their their second choice as, as well. Originally they uh, registered as San of Beans. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but uh, Dementor demanded that they changed it because I, I believe they're all coming wearing Sean Bean uh, t-shirts. Lovely. That would be a to behold. <laughs> um, unfortunately, this the, the like the tablet doesn't bring in everyone's uh, individual team names that they've picked. Otherwise, we could have a have a chat about those as well. Um, I do. I do have. I, I do have a um, a favourite team, not for the team name though. Um, and I'm just trying to remember. It's it's. Uh, it's one of the the um, DBL teams who are bringing an all stunty lineup, um, mm-hmm. based on a, a misunderstanding of the rules. In that they thought the stunty cup was for the best squad, who were all bringing stunty teams, um, and then they just rolled with it. And uh, as a fan of stunty teams, I, I very much applaud that. Is that a salty Mercart and um, those guys? No, no, it's not. Um, I'm just trying to. Let me let me just switch to the thing that actually tells me, um, okay. uh, and then I'll, I will. Uh, one you know. of the DBL guys, I think. The DBL teams. It's one of the DBL teams. I forget which one. Yeah. DBL upstart. Is that the one? Uh, I think it may be right. Yes, DBL upstart. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I played Tyler Swift when we went to the Super Bowl. The other names I am not familiar with. So I played him in the Super Bowl as well. He beat me comprehensively with uh, Amazons. So uh, oh, there we are. Yeah. I think didn't he? he did very well. I think I, got, I think I, I got a draw against him. My slam. So um, so yeah, is is there any? Obviously, there's there's a lot of data, and, and I'm sure we'll link to to all of it so people can look through for themselves rather than here is um looking at and talking about it. Um, is there anything else on on that you'd uh, either you wanted to mention before we sort of move on at all? Not for me. No, I'm um I'm very pleased every race is represented. That's always nice, and um. I just hope everyone really enjoys their day down in Canterbury and it becomes the first of a long series of events. I hope it does because uh, the shield that Troll Trader sponsored has got quite a large number of uh, <laughs> <laughs> empty spaces for, for future years. So hopefully, uh, hopefully people will enjoy it and uh, come along again in future. Um, before yeah, before we move on... I must remember to bring that. So I've got it here somewhere. <laughs> you're, you're just going to try and keep hold of it because uh, obviously uh, you won it last year, didn't you, Chris? And uh... I was thinking about that. We'll have to have a very quick team photo um, with the trophy for about a second and then instantly <laughs> hand it back again um, just, to, just to say yes, we won it. Yeah, yeah it's not well, a bad idea. Unfortunately, Damo um, has told us today that he's not going to be able to make it now. He's got to go see a man of, about the dog, literally. Um, so we'll uh, we'll have to sort out a replacement for for you. Oh, we can Photoshop him in. The, uh, absolutely. Will the winning team get to take that shield away with them? So the idea is that they'll get to keep it on uh, as long as they pinky swear that they will bring it back next year or find a way to get it to us. Obviously, if, if they live uh, far, far, far away, um, and north, north of Watford, you mean? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, uh, they they may may opt to leave it with us, but um, it's okay. entirely up to them, the winning team, okay. really. Okay, okay. Um, I'm sure we've resolved that anyway. We see most people at various events over the years. So. We do, we do indeed. Be fine. Okay, so we're all set for Saturday. Um, Trophies yeah. are ready. A few bits and pieces we're still waiting to come in, but otherwise everything is tickety boo, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Been doing some um, preparation today, um, sorting out the the spreadsheet, making sure it's all working, um, that sort of thing. So I'm getting more and more excited as we get closer. Um, I know I've, I've told you previously I've been a bit nervous, but I'm starting to feel a, a lot more organised about things. So hopefully. I'll It'll all go smoothly and everyone have a lovely time. Yeah, hold that yes, thought. I'm sure. <laughs> um, just to mention again the, the people who are sponsoring us. So the winning team are getting Chaos Cards vouchers. Um, obviously, as we just mentioned, Troll Trader has sponsored the trophy. We've got a lovely Hearth Forge Games pitch, for um, which I believe is going to go to the winning coach. Mm-hmm. Um, which yourself and I, Ollie, we tested out, and it's, it feels we very lovely. It is very nice indeed, yes. Was it nice? Um, I think I went on the Kickstarter for that, so I'm waiting for mine to turn up. But interesting to see what it is. I've not seen one in person yet. So. 
so the one the one we've got is uh, I think you were you were telling me, um, Ollie, there was there's like a thick one and a thin one. Is that right? Correct. Yes, we have a thin one. Um, it lays out very flat. It's very clear. It's very easy to play on. The thicker one, you can dig into and helmet sticking out and in a zombie hands or whatever else you want to do to enhance it and make it your own um i haven't seen one of those in person but they are very nice i believe yeah, you have so plans for yours Chris? yeah that's that's exactly it i'm, I'm planning to uh to dig it up in, in, in a sense buy a thing and then tear it to pieces but there you go um yeah they had some quite good examples of you know uh goalposts and corner flags and all that type of thing and uh, and digging in sort of pouring a little bit of uh water effect on the pitch you know puddles and yeah as, uh, as ollie says there bits of zombie or whatever you may want so yeah that's that sounds like a fun uh hobby project to me nice well looking forward to seeing that when uh, when it's complete um, absolutely i mean <laughs> when you get it you have to use it in your tournaments it's like the top table pitch yes that's good yeah tournament pitch uh the uh finals pitch whatever yeah that'd be cool yeah. um uh i don't think we mentioned charlie victor who um have also sponsored the event and with everyone's gonna be getting some charlie victor dice and um sort of our, i guess our headlines sponsor is pogo stick who have done some tokens which again everyone should be getting um and they they may hopefully have a stand there on the day which um it's, it's still just to be confirmed but hopefully they're, they're going to be able to make it yeah uh, at this moment in time they are still coming cool there's um as, as mentioned this is the first event of the series there's five others that are currently on sale if anyone wants to get tickets for those which are in Adelstone, Ipswich, Folkestone, Portsmouth and Oxford. Um, so all of the details are available on Discord if anyone wants to go to those. Right. Hopefully um, I should be going to all of those, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Absolutely. Yeah, it's... Um interesting to see how the, how the series plays out and how many coaches are able to get to all of the events or for you know most of them or yeah, yeah interesting obviously it's the first year we're running it so yeah like you said it'll be interesting and, and there'll probably be learning and, and changes that we'll make for um when we run it in future years as well absolutely um and on the the next episode we will obviously discuss how it all goes um unless we all have mental breakdowns um <laughs> from from the stress but i uh, i'm sure ollie if if i start to start to worry you'll just give me a big hug and it will all be better absolutely i do um give one free hug to anyone that requires one and subsequent hugs are chargeable um Cool. So let's uh, move on now to, to events that we've been to recently. Mm -hmm. um, so you both actually went to one on the same weekend, I believe. Ollie, you were at Water Bowl. And oh, Chris, you were at, was it called Bugman's Belter at Warhammer World? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So which of you would like to go first? Chris can go first. All righty then. Yes. So uh, Bugman's Belter, so Warhammer World. So uh, that's on the Sunday, sort of a special event they sort of do there where basically you play uh, three games of Blood Bowl in the afternoon uh, and then it's always on the Super Bowl Sunday. 
so you then hang around in Bugman's Bar and then watch the Super Bowl until the early hours of the morning. So they've sort of run it now uh, three or four years or something like that. So I've been to quite a few of them now. It's, uh, yeah, always a really cool, really fun event. Um, so on this particular occasion, we travelled up on the Saturday day before, um, played some games of Legions Imperialis while we were there, um, had fun on the, uh, the day before. Um, and as I said, you only start on the Sunday at, uh, in the afternoon, which is quite strange, sort of starting about 2 p.m., <laughs> Um, which is quite unusual uh, sort of thing. So you get a nice lay in in the morning, um, knowing you're going to be up until probably four or five in the morning the next day. So, you know, um, save yourself for that one. So I took Undead um, and I took the Ivan um, with a Block Ghoul, a Wrestle Ghoul, and two mummies and a bunch of zombies. A um, couple of rerolls thrown in there, I think. Um, so, my game one, I'll just quickly go through my games and stuff like that. Just. Uh, as we go through, the game one was against uh, another Chris and his Orcs. Um, basically, the sort of bottom line of this one was the pitch seemed to hate us and all of our armor rolls were rolling amazing. I think we had 18 removals in this game. Bearing in mind, I had all, uh, he had Orcs and I had Undead. Um, so it was one of those very bloody games. It was looking like it was going to be a loss. I was second half, it was still nil-nil, second half... Um, and I had eight players, he had ten, but then I had the line of scrimmage of your dreams where I had casualty, casualty, KO. Um, so I was instantly then players up instead of being players down. So managed to sneak the 1-0 win. Happy with that. Um, well yes, I know. It was all to do with me and nothing to do with my very, very lucky dice. <laughs> so yeah, that was good fun. Um, because that game, we finished that game really, really quickly. I think we had like an hour and a half or something like that for the start of the next game. They have quite generous sort of gaps between games as well. And you have two and a half hours as well as like a, a half an hour break. So I just had to wander around the exhibition and stuff like that up there, which is really cool. Um, Have you added any new stuff recently to the exhibition? Yeah, they've they put in some old world stuff. Um, uh, sort of a uh, Tomb Kings attacking a Bretonian castle and stuff like that. Uh, which is really cool. So it's always worth a, a look around. Um, yeah. And then just so many models and stuff like that. So <laughs> really, really cool. Really fun. Um, so next game was against Steve Cross and his uh, Zug team. Zug army. Yeah. Yes. I've seen pictures of these. So it's very cool. I am now officially part of Team Zug. He gave me a very kind, gave me a little token, which is very nice of him. Um, and he comes along with a snack helmet as well, which is, which is lovely. Oh, nice. So yeah, which is really, really cool. Um, it was a lot of fun. I sort of, I think I've sort of seen him in passing or seen him around, but never really said hello at many events in the past. So it was actually nice to sort of sit down and, oh, hello, you know, I've seen your team on social media sort of over the, over the years or whatever, and it was cool. And it was nice to sort of say hello and, uh, and speak to him directly. I think we've messaged or whatever and Twitter, face or whatever. So that sort of stuff. So, yeah, so that was cool. That was fun. Um, tale of this one, basically Zug did nothing pretty much the entire game, the real Zug, as opposed to all the other pretenders. Um, he didn't do very much at all in this game. Um, I managed to win it 2-1, um, based off of a sort of a lucky one die pow to push my goal into range in turn 16 to then two rushes to get into the end zone kind of piece. So, so yeah, so it was very much looking like a 1-1 one, one, and then I got a, a nice bit of Die sprite at the very end of the game, so I managed to squeak that one 2 1 as well. So, feeling very happy at this point. Um, two wins, very fortuitous wins. I'm not really going to claim it was anything like player skill here. Um, it was just, uh, yeah, yeah, things, things were going well, and I was very happy with that. So, at this point, um, 
must have been about seven o'clock in the evening, I think, at this point. We go for evening meal, um, which is cool. So you go off and wander off into the sort of staff canteen. Um, it was like a buffet sort of thing of, I don't know, chips and chicken and curry and all that sort of different stuff, which is it's quite nice. They, you know, there's plenty of it as well, so you can sort of have as much as you want. So that was quite cool. And then they do the best painted uh, competition then as well. So you can put your team in the cabinet. I did not put my team in the cabinet um, to try and go for the uh, the best painted. So there's some awesome, awesome teams um, there. So that was cool. Um, so after that, game three, um, and I played Adam. Um, who both of us came to the table, looked at each other and said, we've played before, haven't we? Said, yes, we have played before, I'm pretty sure. And we worked out, it was in March 2017, um, one of my wow. very first tournaments. Um, we played each other and we even remembered which teams we'd used in that event, whatever. So that was, that was quite strange. I was like, I know you. And after quite a bit of discussion, sort of got to the bottom what it was so anyway really really fun game this was a very very tactical game where the other ones were a bit of a, a bit of dice swinginess this one was a uh he was using owa with ivan uh ericsson and this one was a very much uh tactical um moving ivan and he's a really good star player ivan um yeah strength four guard it's very very nice um tackle caught me out as well um that was yeah so it was a really really tight game it ended up nil nil um i killed a lot of his players but it was pouring rain in the second half and it was a just a muddy scrum in the middle of the pitch me trying to pick up the ball him trying to pick up the ball and neither of us got anywhere um with that one so so ended up nil nil um i think it was a very long game as well i mean we finished about 11 o'clock um so it was, it was quite a quite a long long game as well so but it was fun it was fun it was uh, it was a very as I said, tactical games so was quite draining. Um, yeah, so I finished on two wins and a draw, um, which was much better than I expected. Um, yeah, as I said, it was quite fortuitous uh, during the event. And this meant I came the very best position of fourth. Um, that's sense. Yeah, so that's the way the, um, the Warhammer World events, they do them. It's quite it's very key to get your bonus points. It's effectively... You get two points for a win, one for a draw, but you get one point for three touchdowns, you get one point wow. for a clean, and you get one point for causing three or more casualties. So you can kind of get a nil-nil draw, but still get two points. Yeah, so you can sort of see, even with my sort of draw at the end there, I got casualties and I got a clean sheet. So uh, so it does sort of bump you up quite a bit, and it's only three games as well. So, uh, so yeah, mm -hmm. so getting those uh, clean sheets and uh, and casualties is really the the go for. And if you can get the odd three nil or, or three touchdowns, that's a bonus. So yeah, so that was uh, that was good fun. Um, but uh, there wasn't there was a winner in say the car. Uh, my sort of uh, blood bowl buddy for the weekend, Tom Tom McGiven, um, who very kindly drove up. Um, he was having a very very good day, and he took his ox and he won all three games and he won the event. Oh wow! Um, nice. This is very cool. So, uh, so the trophy was near me. Um, wasn't <laughs> did, did he let you touch it? <laughs> he, he did. He put it on the table, and I sort of sat near it and sort of pretended a few times it was mine. But, uh, but yeah, um, so yeah. So that was uh, it's really cool. So we had that, did that, and then uh, yeah, into Bugman's and watched the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, until the early hours, and unfortunately for the waiting staff, it went to overtime and ended up being quite a long game. So the biggest cheer was at the end when somebody scored from the waiting staff because it meant they could go home. 
So, overall, so, very cool. So, who did you want to win? Uh, the 49ers. Yeah, San Francisco yeah. 49ers. Are you are you a Forty Nineers fan or no? I'm a Eagles fan again. But, but yeah, it's it's just didn't want to see Chiefs and Mahomes win really. So I'm, I'm I I like um, different teams winning it now and then. It's the sort of like the Patriots thing. You know, having the sort of dynasty teams keep winning it, and I guess I find it quite quite repetitive. So yeah, yeah. I am. Um, I really like the idea of, of going up playing blah blah and then watching the Super Bowl. But I I'm now at the age where I really need a nap. In order to be able to stay up until four o'clock in the morning, so uh, I, I think oh, yeah. I, I would struggle with that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Oh, the other thing they did—they used tall play uh, for this event, which I found quite surprising. Um, yeah, because normally they've used best coast bearings. Is that no west coast? Was mm-hmm. it best coast? I remember best yeah. coast. I think they call it. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. so we used that in previous years, but no, this year they were trialing it out. Um, yeah, it worked cool. Uh, it's uh, I guess the only thing it, it's kind of spoils the end a bit because you can see the standings almost immediately, which is sort of it's a minor thing, isn't it? Really, and there was some discussion about that at the time. Sort of, I think sort of people were wishing it would be a bit more of a surprise for some of the uh, some of the prizes and stuff. But it, yeah, it worked really well. Um, went really well. The the guys did it. They'd not tried it before, and they put their hands up and said, "We're giving this a go. Let's see how it you know see how we get on." Um, and there was a few little bits and pieces of, uh, of uh, I think the main sticking point they had was they'd asked for real names for uh, favourite, sort of best sport, uh, favourite uh, opponent. But then on tour play, it doesn't have the real name necessarily. So they were having to do the matchup between the two. So they sort of had to go around and ask everybody what their real name was, um, mm-hmm. sort of piece so they could match up the two. Um, you know, that, that's sort of something that comes out, isn't it, when you when you try out these things. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. I think there were 74 coaches, I think, in the end. Ooh, so, so, yeah, first and fourth is very impressive. Yeah, yeah. So, no, lots of fun. Really good event, really good event. I do recommend going to Warhammer World events. They're usually very chilled and relaxed and very friendly, and event staff are really cool, really chilled out. So, very good. One name, um, yeah, one, one thing, um, that uh, I, I wasn't um, made personally aware of this, but the the NAF rep for the, the area has been sort of uh, let me know that they're trying, like Warhammer was trying to work with them a bit more, I think. Um, so they're, you know, they're, they're actually, uh, they, this this time it was a NAF event, I believe. Um, whereas I think previously they, they've just done it as a Warhammer World event and we don't recognize the NAF. So it's, it's nice for for the, them to sort of reach out and, and hopefully it might mean a better integration in the future. But definitely. I, I know they've, um, it can be a little bit hit and miss with that, I've sort of found. I know I've had one event up there where they have been NAF registered and then another event when they said they would do it and they didn't seem to do it. Um, and this time, I haven't seen it yet, um, but, you know, obviously it takes some time to... to to get it all sorted out and maybe the tour play it might it might sort of ease that process a little bit um i don't know so yeah i think yeah i think the yeah i mean i don't know i don't really have any internal information on on the the, the goings on between the the, the two but uh but yeah hopefully it's just it's just record the results isn't it really um why not mm. yeah as long as the NAF are happy with that as well in terms of you know the event format and things like that and the event format they use is 
you know there's nothing outrageous about it um so uh, yeah yeah i think it's just win win on all sides i think yeah absolutely oh well congratulations chris and and also to to tom well uh, put maybe more to tom but um fourth place out of 70 odd is still pretty impressive I, I would like to claim it was skill, but I think uh, the, the first couple of games it was more just rolling dice and nice things happening. So it, it's nice to have a day like that, isn't it? Now and then, let's just be honest. Yeah, <laughs> so, Ollie, how was uh, how was water bowl? Water bowl was great fun. This was my crikey, fourth, fourth or fifth time in a row. Fourth, I think. And um, I took vampires. I took two. Throwers with throw, a dodge catcher, and a blitzer with block. Uh, a lineman up to 12, three three rerolls, and some chump called Ivan the Animal Death Shroud, who um, was there. Mostly very good. Um, yes, it's, it's a two day event. Until he wasn't, yeah. Uh, it was a two day event, so three games each day. Um, it's one, you know, all of the the um, the major players from that that sort of area are there, so it's really nice to go and see everyone. That was very cool. Um, so I started off, and I played out of the six people I played, four of them I've never played before, which is always really nice. And the first one of those was King Ghidra, who's a London coach. Um, Bill is his first name. He does see. The website where he puts articles on. It'll come back to me. Uh, he was using halflings. Goonhammer, that's the one. Thank you. Um, he was using halflings, and the halflings had a couple of friends with them in the shape of Mighty Zug and Carla. Um, and the chef, obviously. So I was a little bit worried about the chef stealing the rerolls and hampering the vampires. But it turned out all you have to do is hypnotize a treatment, knock it over, and foul it with your dirty player. And then do the same to Zug. And then Carla gets knocked out and doesn't come back. And suddenly it's one treatment and some halflings. And uh, the vampires then sort of licked their lips and got stuck in. Um, so that was a 2 0 win. It was a lot of fun. Phil was a really good opponent to play against. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so a nice way to start a tournament with a relatively fortuitous win because I got rid of his star players quickly. I believe he's actually coming along on Saturday as well, so better say hello then. He is indeed, yes. Um, my game two is against someone I've chatted to many times but never played, and that's Dee for Dan, who's also coming on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And this was he was using Chaos Renegades with with a grass with a grass double draw. Mm -hmm. um, he only had two big guys, uh, smattering of block and guard, and you know, assorted other things. And this was very much a game of two halves. First half, I received ground down the pitch, scored. He sort of sat, I made him, a, I got a bit greedy. I, I was fouling and I fouled three times in succession, got caught three times in succession, successfully argued the call each time. Awesome. So I put my ball carrier next to a prone dark elf, ran over to foul him again and I think I snaked the uh, armor roll oh oh dear and then his dark elf stood up and knocked my ball carrier down so turn eight i had to 
do some shenanigans to score. But we, we managed to score. And this obviously quite upset the uh, Chaos Renegades, who the second half just ripped my team a new one, basically. And they marched down a pitch. But I managed to slow them down enough to guarantee that they wouldn't score twice. So they scored once, and it was a one-all draw. Um, actually, no, that's right. That was my game three, not my game two. Anyway, that's what happened in game three. Game two was against some um, some guy from Hastings called Dimmy G. I don't know if you may know him or not. He's a, he's a lovely guy. It's the um, second time we've played on tabletop. Yeah, second um, time in a month, I guess, as well, right? That's right. We played at the Super Bowl in London, where he had his knobs and I had my slant, and I beat him. And this time he had Skaven, who beat me 2-1. And they beat the hell out of my team, basically. They just... Uh, the Rat Ogre went to town. And vampires are great when you've got players on the pitch. When you start running out of players, it's, you know, you, and then you can't catch the uh, rats because they're too fast. So that was a 2-1 loss. Um, and slightly foreshadowing of what was to come. So, so game one. So day one is a win, draw, and a loss, which is okay. Yeah, it's, you know, dead even. Um, Saturday night played lots of fun games in the uh, the element games there with uh, various people. That's good fun. And the next day woke up, you know, looking forward to playing some more blood bowl. I started off day two. This is a chap called Firebreather. I've seen him around loads. Never played him, so that was nice. Um, he's using Underworld. Don't remember if he had a star or not. I don't think he did have a star. But honestly, don't remember. Um, it was a two-one win to my vampires. I I got lots of lucky dice, and he didn't. Essentially, this is my recollection of that one. Um, game two, day two was against a chap called Ratman using Skaven, and um, yeah, that was horrific. <laughs> it's a lovely game, don't get me wrong, but it was a three-nil loss, and yeah, everything I tried to do just did not work. Yeah. So, yeah. There we are. That's just one of those games that happens with vamps now and then because they're quite dice-dependent, really. Um, my final game was a nice Spanish guy called El Poas. Um, he was using Undead. And that was a 2-1 win to the vampires. We, He had Ivan as well, who I fouled off fairly early and got rid of. Um, and his mummies weren't hurting me. His mummies just knocked me over and just sort of gently lay my thaw down and give it a little tap on the head, make sure it's okay. So, because he wasn't able to get the removals, the vampires could do the va- their vampy things. And um, that's a 2 1 win. I finished 3 1 2. I came 42nd, I think, out of 120 odd. So, yeah, it was good. It was a good weekend of blood bowling. And you've already booked your ticket for next year as well. Um, And convinced convinced me to do the same. I have booked my ticket for next year, but it's under discussion. And we'll leave that there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Well, I've not been before, so I'm quite looking forward to it. If we can... uh, If you get to go, it's a a great weekend. Cool. I know... um... Sorry, Chris, you go. No, I was just going to say it's one I've always wanted to go to. Either it falls on the Super Bowl weekend or a 
significant family member's birthday weekend, uh, which is what it will fall on next week, uh, next year, sadly. So I was looking at the yeah. dates, yeah, because I was sort of saw the tickets had gone up, and I was like, "All oh, right, is it going to be a different weekend?" No, it's it's not the Super Bowl weekend. No. It's the it's always around weekend. Valentine's, essentially. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Indeed, that's it. So it's like, uh, unfortunately, again, it'll be a, another one I won't be able to go to. But it always sounds awesome. The, uh, the rule set this year was uh, very star-heavy as well, I, I believe, Ollie. It was very star-heavy. Um, generally, it's quite a vanilla rule set, you, he does. And um, that encourages the more competitive players to be more competitive and you know, view it as a, a training tournament for the rest of the year. You know. Essentially, it's one of the largest single tournaments in the UK. Um, people travel from all over Europe to come to it and even came from the Americas this year as well so it's got a really good reputation and this year there was, everyone could have a star player basically and most people did um, which you know some people don't like they feel the stars detract from the strategic elements of the game but um, but there we are it was fun, quite funny. One of the uh, a fairly prominent blood bowler was complaining about the star players. So I said, well, what have you got then? Oh, I've got Amazons with triple and gold, he says. So, <laughs> so there we are. There you go. I mean, everyone has the exact same opportunity to take a broken roster. So, True. you know. True. But it is... Uh, it does change the game, having... Yeah some of the star players essentially and I'm not sure it changes it for the better but there we are Well talking of, of star players the uh, the event that we went to this weekend just gone um, mm -hmm. actually has just limited them The high Wickham one the Bucks Open Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, it was previously known as Pitch Invasion but has been rebranded this year to be the Bucks Open and I think this was the, the first one under that name um, last time you went there, Ollie, you came back victorious with with an undead roster uh, with yeah. Ivan. With my man Ivan, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he allows. It's a standard eleven fifties. No tierings of teams really. And no, not at all. And essentially, you can have either eight normal skills, primary skills, or two secondary skills and five. Uh, primary, so you have two normal, two secondary, five primary, and you're allowed to stack as well. So it meant that you can take undead with two block mummies, for example, or you can take um, uh, lizard men with all the souls with block and other toys as well. So it's very much leans into tier one teams. The vast majority of races there were tier one, I think. Ten, I mean, all but three. Yeah, nine out of 12 races were tier one. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really nice venue. Tom, yeah. who runs it, no number, does put on a really good job. It's a great place to have it. Um, yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. So um, so I did take that lizard man roster that you just alluded to. You did? <laughs> So I had I so I I've never really enjoyed playing against Lizardmen um and never had a lot of desire to play them but I've just finished painting up the the models 
um, which is a good excuse to take a team. And obviously, they're, they're quite strong competitively generally. So I thought I would give them a go. Um, my main comment is that Games Workshop made the models far too big. Um, <laughs> as you know, we've been playing our practice games. <clears throat> the, the tales from the sources just poke other players in the eyes all the time, um, which is ridiculous. But um, I do Maybe. like the models otherwise. Plus, we have the habit of turning the world facing each turn to indicate when you've used them. Yeah. But does it cause a problem? Because every turn you're sticking the tail into your opponent's model, essentially. Whereas if you didn't turn them yeah. every turn, it wouldn't be as much of an issue. Perhaps not. Yeah. You'd have to have... Um, they'd, they'd, they'd be interrupting anyone behind them if, if you didn't do that. True. So. But I've also heard that there is a... Um, petition being put forward to Games Workshop to ban Lizardmen from here here. And anyone that has used Lizardmen in twenty twenty four, their results are struck from the record. That's what That's, I heard. That seems fair. That seems fair. <laughs> um so 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 I had uh six source with block um and stacks that one had tackle and one had mighty blow. Had a chameleon skink uh, along with a post-it note to remind me that they had on the ball. Um, because I will forget otherwise. Uh, two rerolls and an apothecary, uh, as well as a croxador. So nothing uh, earth-shattering, really, in terms of, of what you would choose. Um, and Ollie, you took Skaven. Oh, I took Skaven. It's my first tournament with Skaven. Um, after losing to them twice at Waterfall, I thought I'd give it a go. So I took a Rathogre with Juggernaut, a Mighty Blow Tackle Blitzer, a Guard Blitzer, Three gutter runners, two of whom had block and one had wrestle and strip ball. Uh, a thrower, lineman up to 13, and three rerolls and three assistant coaches. So Skaven are very, very cheap. Mm. I mean, it's quite a, a scary roster um, to be going up against, really. Like, a, a wrestle. It is, up until is they bad. all go away, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll, come to, we'll come to that in a minute. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so. Where we just mentioned that nine of the 12 teams were um, tier one, I was probably quite fortunate in that my first two games were against non-tier one teams, um, which given the, the Halflings game one and then Necro game two, which, you know, given the, um, the, the lack of tiering, I think probably gives, gives you an advantage from the off. Um, so my my first game I played Halflings with Rumble Sheepskin, who is my favourite star, um, and I felt a little bad when I fouled him to death um, in turn three or four. Um, but it was it was quite a, a one-sided game, really. Um, obviously, I could ignore the trees effectively um, and just beat up some Halflings, uh, and yeah. It, block, I, block tackle will do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Getting three dice blocks with blocking tackle is, is quite nice. Um, so I end up winning two one. Um, my second touchdown uh, was scored when he had two rooted trees on the pitch. Um, uh, but I gave him a, a, a bit of time to try a one turner um, and very kindly kicked it out of touch. So. He had quite a good opportunity to do it, and he he threw, and um, it was I think it was a perfect throw. Uh, 
the catcher landed perfectly and then stanced around my defence, which was, yeah, which is quite impressive. I was watching. Yeah. As someone fond of, yeah, as someone fond of halflings, I I enjoyed it as well. So, so I was, uh, yeah, 2-1 win for me in first game. And you, Ollie, I think you played, was it Gumby you played first? I played Gumby with his undead round one. Um, so Gumby's an Australian guy, but he's been living in England for the last 10 years or so. He plays for Team Australia, though, in um, Ewer Bowl and uh, those kind of things. So he, he certainly knows what he's doing. Uh, he won the Super Bowl as well uh, in January that we went to. He did win the Super Bowl. For the yeah. second year in a row. Mm. Uh, he was a lovely guy. We had a really fun game. It was very close. He didn't do much damage to my escapement, but I couldn't really threaten the ball too much. Uh, we both we both positioned and played quite well, really. So it ended up at a one-one draw. Mm-hmm. So there was obviously six games in round one, and um, aside from my game and the game with the Necro coach, they were all draws. So there was, there was just two coaches on uh, one win, which meant I was playing. Uh, a guy called Tom, who was playing his first 11s tournament. He's played in, in 7s tournaments before. And I think he's um, from around Oxford Way, because he mentioned that he'll be going to the 7s event um, in May. Um, he's a, a, a nice chap, but it was really, probably a bit like um, you were saying, because I had, I had one of those games where the dice were just like, yeah, you can do whatever you like. Um, and I, <laughs> uh, I turn one, I killed a zombie. He didn't return. Um, and then late in the first half, I killed a tomb guardian. He didn't return. Um, I got five casualties on them, I think, in total, um, which is almost as many as I did against the halflings. Um, so it was, yeah, it was, it was going very well. And I end up winning that 2-0. Um, I even, I think, at one point was pushing for a, a third. We sort of realised that the game was, you know, the game was decided. Um, and Tom was like, you know, it's, it's, it's over. And I was like, well, both of us can still score because he, he had the ball in his werewolf's hands. Um, and in two turns with two gophits a turn, he could have made the end zone. Um, and I was thinking... Dice might not like you. I might get a third, um, but it wasn't to be, and it ended up two 0 Very good. My um, my round two game is against a chap using dark elves, and uh, it was a fairly standard dark elf build. They dodge on the blitzers, uh, wrestle witch, no wrestle strip ball witch actually, and a block witch, um, and the leader runner. Um, it was a nice high-scoring game. It went one all, two one to me, two all. No, sorry, that's not true. It went one all, two one to me, three one to me, then three two, and then finished four two. Uh, Skaven just could dance around them. They could outrun the dark elves. They could steal the ball from them and get away with it. And um, the dark elves weren't able to remove enough rats from the pitch to turn the tide in their favour, basically. Um, it's a really fun game. He's a lovely guy. I think he was he the one that played like a hundred games last year. 
Yeah, yeah, he played 100 games in a year, um, yeah. which just boggles my mind as to how you can fit that all in. Uh, also makes me jealous as well. Um, definitely can't do that with uh, with a kid um, that I have to look after on occasions. No, no having a, a family and relationships and things to maintain does make it a little bit harder, but, you know, there we are. Indeed. So at, at this point, I was uh, I was the only player on two wins. Um, I was on one win, one draw, and because I scored quite highly, it pushed me into second place to play some chump with lizards. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd we'd practiced uh, this matchup a couple of times in in the weeks coming up to this, and we actually had um, one game where I came over, you made me a couple of cups of tea, and we sat down, we sort of talked through all of our uh, thought processes and um, you know treated really as a training game, which um, I think was really useful um, and hopefully yeah, will be interesting to do. Yeah, it was uh, this turn I want to achieve this, so I can do X or I can do Y, and so you know talking it through with your opponent and then giving you their insight into what they would do and everything else was really interesting. It's not something you tend to do very much in Blood Bowl, no. but I think perhaps we should do more. Definitely, definitely. Like this, it, it was really useful as well because it's a team that I'd um, not played much, and I think it'd be nice to do that with um, you know another team that I've I've not tried much, and maybe the same for yourself mm -hmm. um, at some point. Um, so yeah, we we were drawn against each other, and um, again, I think the the tale of my days is that the the dice were being quite kind to me. Um, you uh, you you beat the living hell out of my team. Basically. I did, and yeah. you scored. I think by that point you removed three or four, and none of my knockouts came back. And you got yeah. a blitz. No, you got a blitz turn one, didn't you? Uh, yes. So it's so no, no, you kicked, you kicked, you kicked to me. Okay, you scored, and then there was a blitz. Yeah, yeah. I, I scored. Yeah. I, I still, I, I did an exceptionally boring stall whilst I tried to remove some of your players. So your, your guard blitz was out, and your rat egg was out, and they, yeah. they. Uh, both casualties, I think. They were both um, casualties. Yeah. yeah. So you, you had a chance at a one turner, which didn't pay off. Um, nope. And then yeah, my my team was very excited and and blitzed, and uh, I got a skink underneath the ball. Mm -hmm. But I stole it. I got it back off you. Then couldn't make it safe, and you scored again. I think. Yeah, I, 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 I smashed the ball carrier. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, a two nil down and running out of players essentially. I couldn't do anything. And you stole the ball and made it 3-0. So it was a, a, a thorough spanking. It was, indeed. <laughs> and a, a good fun game. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, we finished in about an hour as well. So we actually practiced... Uh, minute, yeah. <laughs> we had a We had a practice half afterwards as well, while we were waiting for everyone else to, to finish. And that, yeah. The practice half afterwards is much more even. So. It was, yeah. Yeah, definitely so. But there um, we are. That's Blood Bowl. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thanks, guy. That's very cool. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so, so, so that was th three games. Uh, it's a four-game tournament. Um, and at this point, I was on three wins. And Tom, no number. And Wolfin, I believe, were, were on a win, two, two wins, and a draw. So it was between the three of us that, that were going to um, take it home. Um if I won, obviously, I was uh, guaranteed it. Um, uh, a draw would mean that it would go down to however the other um, one went 
So, so I was playing Tom, and mm-hmm. Ollie, you actually got to play Wolfin. I did play Wolfin, yeah. And I think maybe your game um, should go first. Okay. So I played Wolfin, again, someone I've not played before, because someone I've seen around various tournaments. Uh, he's played for Team England in the past, and he's a really nice guy. He was using Undead as well, with two block mummies and so on and so on. Uh, I kicked to him. He got the ball safe, started hitting my players, and went, oh, I've got 13 players on the pitch. So it was turn one. I said, okay, don't worry. Take those two zombies off. They haven't activated. Don't, you know, they haven't played any part in the game so far. Just put them in the reserves box. It really doesn't matter, you know. I could have sent off his block mummies. Um... But that would be a knob thing to do. So I didn't. Yeah. I think you want yeah. to. Like, I think if you if you're going to play a game, you want to to play and, and and win against the best that your opponent can do, rather than you know winning because they made a mistake in game four of a long tournament. Yes, agreed. Yeah, that's that's what I chose to do, and uh, I'm glad I made that decision. It was the right thing to do. Um, the actual game itself was pretty tactical. Uh, both of us looking for opening hits on the ball carrier and looking for removals. I think there are points where I got very lucky because he wasn't doing casualties and he was knocking players over, just getting stuns and so on. Then um, he got lucky in that I removed one of his mummies twice and it regenerated both times. Um, and that finished one all in the end. He could have scored on turn... I think he could have scored on turn 16... Rolled a one going into the end zone on the go for it. So, you know, it was a very close game. Yeah. Oh, uh, so, so that finished the draw for me, meaning your fate was in your own hands. Yeah. Well, the, your your game, my game actually finished first. So I came over and, and found it. But for narrative reasons, that it makes sense to put yours first. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that means that a draw would be enough to... Um, win me the tournament which is very exciting for me um uh obviously um uh but yeah when when i started playing against tom um i wasn't feeling super confident obviously he's a good player i think he plays for team wales um, and he had chaos dwarfs who are another team that i just really don't know how to play against um, I thought they'd be very mean to my skinks. Uh, and he had a lot of guard and mighty blow, which gave him a, a chance at removing the sources as well. Um, so he he elected to receive, moved up the pitch, started fouling um, any down sources with his hobgoblins. Um, and I actually had to use my apothecary for the first time in the day, um, which was to... Power Apo, uh, a knocked out source. Um, mm-hmm. And he, uh, there's a one point, well, I can't, I can't remember exactly what he rolled, but something went bad with a block. I think he maybe rolled a, uh, a both down rather than a, pu- a push that he needed, which left my Croxagore next to his ball carrier, which is very kind mm-hmm. of him. Um, so my cox had two dice on the ball carrier, didn't manage to knock him over. It's a, um, a hobgoblin as well, so he's going down on three sides of the dice. Um, 
so yeah, my clocks didn't manage it, but I saw a split spin and knocked it loose. And there was a bit of a scuffle. Um, I nearly recovered it, but my skink decided to fall over instead. And then he got it, and I was able to tag his ball carrier um, just before his final turn with my coxigar. And I have uh, thought about this exact uh, moment several times in the day since trying to work out the if there's anything bad that I could do because um, I had my crocs and a uh, source marking the ball carrier who's on the sideline so um, he definitely would have needed a lot of dice to roll out in a, um, in a v-shape so it was the crocs in a v-shape yeah, yeah okay. um, but he blitzed the saurus he had a guard assist Cancelling the Crocs and another assist, probably from a ball center or something. Mm-hmm. Um, which meant if he got a knockdown, he would be able to effectively run three and score, which is what he got. So he was one nil up at half time. Um, and I think I was maybe one or two skinks down. And then uh, receiving in the second half, I struggled to make any progress. Um, over the halfway line for a good three or four turns um, and at one point I got a uh, a stun on his Minotaur which sort of just let, allowed me to then shift down one flank protect my ball carrier a bit um, and I was stalling out uh, it to try and score as late as possible to guarantee the draw um, and he did manage to tag my ball carrier with a Chaos Dwarf on the final turn. Um, but I was had enough players free to blitz, uh, ball, blitz the tackle off and just step over into the end zone for the draw. Um, thus meaning I won the tournament, which, like I said, it was very exciting for me. I've, uh, it's the first ranked tournament that I've won. Um, I've got a lovely little trophy for it now. And I, I will be showing literally everyone who comes into my house um for, for a good few months now excellent so oh, was, well was very, thank you um yeah so obviously very pleased and it like ollie was saying it's it's quite a good setup there it's, it's quite relaxed in, in a way that you don't have to plan months in advance if you're going because there's one every month um they keep the uh, the same rule set each month yeah. yes yeah so it's, it's basically set for a, a year effectively um yeah. Because uh, so they they had a doubles tournament in January, um, and then the rule set shifted after that, mainly because some guy um, Andy Davo, someone someone like that, um, stole a roster that Ollie had uh, had one with. Clearly copied it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, <laughs> clearly wouldn't come up with it himself. Um, so, so yeah, effectively, like I think. Um, you know the the abuse of stars was was getting a bit out of hand, and um, so that that got changed um, before this one. But otherwise, it's, it's the same rule set for every, everyone during the year, which is it's quite nice in a way in that um, you know it's set. You can do the same rule, uh, build each time, or vary it, or tweak it, or or have you have you like. That's where I reckon is located. People for people. London can get there easily. Um, he said Welsh people coming over, you know, fairly regularly just down the M4. Uh, 
Yeah, he generally gets quite a good turnout to them. Yeah, and, and quite a few good strong players usually as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like there was there was sort of probably four or five, um, and I wasn't including myself in this, um, who I thought you know stood a very good chance of winning it. So, yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. It was, um, it's a Definitely helped by avoiding them. <laughs> Indeed. Cool. So, um, in terms of events that are upcoming, apart from R1, um, Alpha Games have got one on Saturday as well. Um, the next High Wycombe one is on the 9th. Uh, there's a team tournament in Peterborough on the 16th. Uh, and then on the 23rd, um, I think 23rd is a very popular day for events. I think there's quite a few going on across the country. There's one in Ipswich and one in Brighton. Um, and then we've got our Easter tournament on Easter Saturday. And it turns out that Easter Saturday isn't a uh, a very popular day for playing Blood Bowl. Apparently, people have other plans. Um, Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, not us, not us. But we've learned now, at least. <laughs> we think people would be... Um would be sort of available a little bit more i suppose well obviously you know spending family usually with easter sunday and things like that yeah sort of thing you know they can fit in the odd the odd day um, but yeah yeah i know last 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 year um my my family was all away um so i was i was looking at easter weekend like i could go to a tournament anywhere in the country like I, it would be amazing and and no one put one on and I, I think we've worked out why um people Perhaps they want to play Blood Bowl on Easter Saturday, but sadly, sadly, the Sunday is actually my birthday, and Ah. it's my birthday weekend means I can't do what I want to do because it's my birthday. So therefore, (laughs) that seems a bit backwards, but (laughs) yes, I know it's yeah, it's very much like that. So there we go. Um, But for anyone who does come along, we've got some lovely, colourful dice, haven't we, Arlene? We have got some lovely dice made by Black All Down. They are white dice with multicolour Easter egg-shaped pips and a um, little angry bunny on the, the sixth face. Uh, they're beautiful, yes. Very, very nice. I have seen pictures. Very jealous. I'm looking forward to rolling ones with those in the near future. Um, and then in terms of leagues that are coming up, um, Brighton have just started, so... Um, that's a bit too late for anyone to join, but I think they have um, a fairly shortish season. Um, uh, and our friend, Neil, won the last one. I think I told you the other day. Um, Salt Bowl is going to be starting in April, and we'll have more information on that near the time. But I believe, Chris, your Bromley League is starting soon as well. Yes, we are. The 25th of March will be season 10. Um, so yeah, we usually have like a three week sort of first round, should we say, and then anybody can sort of join in that first, that first round at any point really. So you sort of have a good uh, few weeks to, to join in. So yeah, we can have a, our sort of championship, which is one game every two weeks, um, usually about eight games. Uh, they have a cup competition, which is one game a month. Um, and then we have our sevens competition, which is about minimum of eight games over the four months so usually it's four months for the league and then about another month or so hopefully a month he says after just going through the playoffs for the previous season and, and things take a while sometimes to finish um but uh but yeah so it's usually about four months we run for that so yeah 25th of march yeah 
So if anyone wants to join, how, uh, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, so you can, um, I'm trying to remember the email address now. It's bromleybbl at gmail.com. Uh, you can email us there, or uh, you can go on to the Bromley BBL on uh, Facebook, um, or there is the Twitter of the same handle, I believe it is. So it's Bromley BBL. So, uh, so yeah, if you're interested in all that, or on the Blabo Southeast Discord. So uh, uh, we're on there as well. So, yeah. Where, where you mentioned about um, sort of people being able to join any time in the first three weeks, is, is that sort of quite, is it not a structured season? Is it? working yeah yeah so for the first so what we do is for the sort of the first uh week or round um we have it sort of challenges and then after that the the remaining seven games will be a fixed schedule um we just sort of do that so partly we can do it on the opening night kickoff night we can just have it whoever turns up on the night we just pair people off um, we try and put more experienced coaches against more experienced coaches or more experienced teams against more experienced teams because we do allow redrafting and things like that in the championship especially so um, we try and put newer players and new fresh teams against each other um, so we kind of manipulate should we say um, the uh, sort of the first round a little bit just to try and give people sort of even games and fun games um, so what that really means is I end up sort of being spare player almost um, so we'll make the numbers even at the end of the day so everybody gets a game every round so we quite often have a league team um, so they'll quite often be a spare team that any, any coach can sort of jump in and play any particular round just to make up even numbers. Um, and it's just another way for coaches to play more games. Because strangely enough, I don't know if you get this in the scab, but I have complaints of the games are too regular, along with complaints of there are not enough games. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so the, the league team can quite have to be a useful thing. Of, well, if you're not doing anything this week, how about you use the league team this, you know, to play against uh, another coach or yeah, or join multiple multiple competitions. So, uh, so yeah, we we definitely have people who who'd play like every day if they could, and then there's there's people who struggle to fit the games in. Yeah, yeah. So real life happens, doesn't it? Unfortunately, yeah. so yeah. So it's usually pretty flexible about that. So yeah, no, I'm looking you... forward to it. Be good. Be good. How do you run the software? So do you, do you use Torplay to run it, or do you use a spreadsheet? Or Yes, yeah, uh, we, uh, we use Torplay now. Um, yeah, and that runs pretty good, actually, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody loves it, really. We were using uh, spreadsheets, and then before that, we were using uh, OBBLM. Mm -hmm. um, now we've moved to Torplay. Everybody is very, very happy with that, even with the, the bit of a cost that's there. Um, yeah. It's a very minimal cost anyway. Um, and yeah, everybody absolutely loves it to the point of we kind of forget all the pre and post game roles because mm -hmm. we're so used to play doing it all for us now. Um, so you get to a tournament, and say, what do we do again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. so it's uh, okay, yeah, good yeah. stuff. Cool. I know, Ollie, you've just uh, let us know that your phone battery is about to die, so we'll um, we'll, we'll maybe. Uh, and we've been chatting for quite a while already, so um, maybe we'll skip the quiz this time if that's all right, Chris, and you can. Can do the quiz uh next time you you join us thank goodness for that i can now think of good questions <laughs> i was doing earlier today i was like i don't know anyway yes good stuff that's fine cool. oh, i feel like um, uh, a school has just got away with not having to hand his homework in <laughs> um instead we'll just finish off with a a little bit of uh all-round news so um Last time we mentioned about the NAF presidential election, there was a 
uh, a gentleman called Shirakov from Spain who got elected. Um, at the moment, there is a treasurer election ongoing. There's uh, three candidates, um, and I don't want to butcher that how they pronounce their NAF names, so I, I will not even try. Um, but I did write a, a, a blog on this, um, if anyone wants to see summaries of the candidates' um, thoughts uh, and uh, strategies, which I'll ask you to put in the uh, notes to the episode. Um, voting is open until Sunday the 3rd of March, so uh, if you're listening after that, uh, as they say on telly, don't attempt to vote, uh, your vote won't count and you're, you will still be charged. Um, uh, and the other bit of news uh, is around um, the Eurobowl and Europen, so um, I think Last time we recorded, the England team hadn't been selected, which has now. Um, you can find out about that in the uh, Team England newsletter that was released. And there's several new caps um, across both the Eurobowl and Europen team. Um, and also, Ollie, you've got some news about the Europen as well. I have. I am going to go to the Europen with uh, some guys from Northern Ireland. And we're being team at Northern Ireland for the EU Open, which is very exciting. Nice, very cool. Yeah, so most of the guys I went to Alicante with are from the Northern Ireland. So uh, a discussion came up about going to Athens, and um, yeah, I am. So that's brilliant. I'm very excited for it. Nice. How many? Uh, how many is in a team? The EU Open is four, and the EU Bowl is eight. So. Um, yeah. They are busy. We are busy discussing which races who will take and which skill pack will go with which race, and so on and so on and so on. It's a, a fairly involved discussion at the moment about who is taking what. And the only other news I have is that Thrudball tickets are on sale this coming Sunday. Uh, all the information is on Thrudball.com. And we are currently taking bets on how quickly it will sell out. My guess is 47 minutes. It was about two hours last time, wasn't it? Something like that. It was. That was 8 o'clock on a working day, I think. What, 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning yeah. on a working day. So as a Sunday, I think they're going to whiz. So if you want to go to Threadball this year, go to the website, get the details, get your PayPal Prime loaded, and um, good luck. And then um, the o- online auction recently ended as well. Is there is there an amount that they got uh, raised as yet, or is that unknown? It isn't. It's not been made public yet. Uh, they're just waiting for people to pay up, I think, before they say how much has been raised. Cool. And did you win anything yourself? I did. I won two things. I won a Croxiaid uh, metal water bottle made by Dave the Impaler, and some dice and other paraphernalia from the coffee cup that Jip runs over in Swindon. Oh. Yes, oh, I'll, I'll be, uh, thank you. I'll be collecting both of those at Global, which is in April. Yeah, and you'll take, you've, you, you've won an award for submitting your roster first as well for that, I believe. Yeah. That's damn right, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell anyone what it is. It's all very hush-hush. <laughs> it's it's the best team in gob uh, in goblins. I was going to say it's the best team in blood bowl. <laughs> it is the best team in blood bowl. It is goblins. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cool. Um, well, hopefully we'll get a practice gaming at some point. I've not decided on mine at all. Um, okay. I've, I will change my mind about eight times between now and when I submit my roster. No well, doubt. As long as they don't have beards, you can take any team you want. Okay, that, that narrows it down a little bit. <laughs> do, do Norse have beards? Do I have to, does that exclude Norse? Yeah, it's only fair. Okay. And all, all, orcs have got beards. Uh, elves have got beards. <laughs> um. <laughs> Everyone apart from halflings, right? Yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah, yeah. Harry, cool. Right, I'm going to uh, say goodnight. It's been uh, yes. fun chatting to you both. Cool. Right. We'll see you both on Saturday for yeah, the Good morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look forward to it. Cool. Be good. Bye. Take care, Bye. guys. Bye. 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 Bye.